When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, 99,610. Real close. 390 away. 390 subscribers away from 100,000, at which point we're just going to leave YouTube. <laughs> um, and I don't have to sell my crypto. Well, we'll see about that. You may have to sell that of necessity if the economy keeps tanking, but whatever. Um, the So... Is it, would it be possible to take out a loan against your crypto like you would any other type of equity? Yes. Man, that, who the fuck would insure that kind of loan? It Who's looks, the underwriter? Well, as it goes down, then you have to put more crypto in. So it's kind of like a loan against your crypto, but if your crypto is devalued, then you owe them even more. So it's a loan against uh, the variable. Yeah. Uh, 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 mon- what do you call rate, it? Rate. Variable change. Not of- rate. Uh, the variable value. Yeah. That's stupid. Celsius is the company that they can do that. Uh, no. No, it's not. Good no. Lord, just go to a payday loan shop at that point. Yeah, I know, right? Sell your kidney if, you're getting that, if it's getting that bad. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So this is going to be one of the last shows, or one of the last American parties, because uh, if you haven't heard, uh, the bird is the word. Nope, that's not it. If you haven't heard, uh, rebranding the show to citizen which is uh, i'm trying to not not just for the show itself but also personally change the way that i'm talking about the world from purely what goes on in american politics to what will would make the best possible citizenry because i think it's um i've said this before i think that the only way to to really insulate ourselves from government and their incompetency and their authoritarian bend is to do things for ourselves. And that's pretty much it. I mean, what? This just sounds dangerously like you're becoming a globalist. Uh, we're <laughs> yeah. all citizens of the world, Dan? No, we're all citizens uh, responsible for our own communities. I don't give a fuck about the rest of the world. Responsible for Mother Nature? No. <laughs> Mother Nature is responsible for itself. And if you think that human beings can truly fuck this planet up, 
then I would point to the Manhattan size uh, uh, meteor that hit us about 60 through five or so million years ago, wiped out most life on earth, but the earth was fine. As a matter of fact, if you poke your head out right now, you can see earth. You can see earth thriving. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, actually got stronger after getting hit by another planet. Uh, yeah, technically it, it, so, uh, a planet about the size of Mars slammed into the side of the earth about three and a half, four billion years ago. Um, and we just got bigger and there's still green shit outside. I don't know if you noticed that before America ever even or America, what the fuck? Uh, well, America is the world, I guess, but before the world even started, we had cataclysmic event after cataclysmic event. Uh, Bob, what is that psychological disorder where people blame everything on themselves? It's like a form of grandiosity. I can't remember what it's called, though. Um, uh, I got to Google. I would, yeah, Google that. It's just the first thing that came up is uh, self-blame. Well, that's thanks. That's like Chinaman as a racial right. slur. It's the laziest shit I've ever heard. No, there's a psychological disorder where somebody is so um, arrogant or whatever, narcissistic, that they think everything is their fault, that they cause all the problems in the world. Something narcissism. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm seeing like major depressive disorder. Let me see if I can. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Power Rangers, man. Power Rangers Who's or Voltron? Who was your favorite Power Ranger? That was Power Rangers for sure. Um, I don't really remember. Was the black one the, that... Uh, the break dancer. Um, but he wasn't like the always part of the crew, right? No, you're thinking of the Green Ranger with the dark hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Who then became yeah. the White Ranger after that. Is that like Gandalf? Kind of. He, like, he was evil, and he played the flutes, and he had the cool like dragon that as, came from the as, sea. As the white one? No, as the green. Oh, so green, and then he became white, and then became good. Yes, and then he wrote a lion that's very, after that. Very subtle. Yes. Uh, lion, by the way, is a uh, uh, literary metaphor for Jesus. So man, Power Rangers really packing that, those, yeah. packing that in there. Well, they they saw a couple of them probably were right. So wait, Daniel was fighting Jesus in that lion's den. Uh, maybe yeah. I mean, actually, yeah. he didn't he didn't fight them. They just sat there. So yeah, Jesus only ate the other Christians. <laughs> so uh, Jesus didn't want that smoke from Daniel. No, I mean, can you blame him though? Daniel uh, is a pretty pretty legit dude. Got to think so. Um, David, on the other hand, kind of a cunt. Uh, King David, the uh, ancestor of Jesus. On his mom's side, obviously. <laughs> absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. Uh, David was basically the dictator of Israel. They were in a war. There was a woman named Bathsheba that was married to one of his generals. She was super hot. So um, David arranged for his general to go to the front lines and get killed so he could bang the dude's wife and um afterwards god killed david's firstborn son worth it uh it depends on the kid you know what i mean like we don't treat as much as uh folklore and tradition and all that stuff and and even like uh caste systems favor firstborn sons we haven't really treated them well historically have we no, we usually cast them out or, or blame them well, or Abra fight them. Abraham was going to cut Isaac's dick off or whatever until God was like, oh, just kidding, bro. Well, yeah, because I guess we always think they're going to 
try to fuck our wives or kill us and usurp us in some way? Um, maybe, yeah. Might but also, do, my, my, I think we're looking at that parable completely wrong. He had a one-night stand with a hot woman, accidentally got her pregnant, and then God took care of that for him. Um, God took the blame for it, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Um, let's see. Mike DeSalvo says, Jesus, Jesus wasn't with Daniel, with the lions. Uh, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God is everywhere. Jesus is God, therefore... Yeah, we were also just making a, a joke. Yeah, sir. yeah. I, uh, <laughs> on my way here, I stopped at Seven Eleven real quick, and there was a truck with that bumper sticker on the back. Yeah, and it said, "You follow Jesus this closely." And I wanted to be, I wanted to just like get in his truck and be like, "Well, Jesus lives inside of me." So yeah, I or will, I will now be inside of your ram truck. into the back room and be like, "I just wanted to get closer to Jesus." <laughs> Fucking smart ass. I can't find what this psychological I can't, condition I can't is. either. Uh, I'll find it. I actually just, uh, the reason I even brought it up is because I heard it in a book I'm reading, uh, listening to rather on audible right now. Again, it was in reference to, to, um, people that have like a hero complex. They think that everything in the world is uh, some result of their action. Um, but anyways, the point of that is, uh, that's like a super fucked up way to go through life thinking like that. It's like people that it, it's kind of, you have empathy for things, but you're also narcissistic and you have like a high level of anxiety all at the same time. So you think everything is about you, but you try to make it better. And when it doesn't work, you blame yourself and get depressed. It's fucking dumb, man. It doesn't work. Stop blaming yourself for all the world's problems. I don't blame myself for anything. Not you, just that, that totally person or narrative. Um, so let's get started with tweeter, tweeters. The first one on my list right now, that's United States Trends. Where's the other one? All right, here we go. Um, <clears throat> why I Chime. This looks like it's some kind of marketing campaign. For a Chime card, yeah. which is some sort of weird debit, credit card hybrid. It basically targeted at the lower income individuals. Most uh, uh, car rental places won't accept it anymore. Mm, why not? Uh, I think it's because it acts as a credit card, like maybe like <laughs> deducting a small amount and then putting it back into your account. And I think you can run up large bills and then be mm. able to defraud on those bills. Sweet. Um, default. Let's see. Jared Holler says, is American Party trademarked? I want to start a podcast that is nothing like Dan's, just me and whomever. I notice I corrected your grammar. Wants to join partying and or. Um, yeah, America Parties. Yeah, do it. You can use the same logo. Just change, the, like, paste your face over mine. It's got to be a bad Photoshop job, too. Yeah, like, the, the, the worse the Photoshop job is, the funnier it is. Um, yeah, I would, I'm, I would never tell somebody to not do something unless you're selling like bootleg merch and shit like that. Uh, at that Backstreet Boys concert, right outside the exit, there's like four or five different people selling clearly bootlegged stuff. Um, you would think with the four or f- it's about four semi trucks that carry all of the stuff for a regular tour. Mm hmm plus the band and everything else and buses. But there's like four semi-trucks that carry all their shit. The Just pyro and the yeah. lights, yeah. Mm-hmm. You would think and somewhere inside there, they could fit 
uh, one person that liaises with the police and, and stops people from buying bootleg merchandise. Is that not capitalism, though, Dan? Uh, in a way, yeah. I mean, if, P- if the market is willing to buy that shit, technically it is capitalism, yes. I would, if I were them, I would buy it. Like, I would want some bootlegged Backstreet Boys merch if I, was a, if I were a Backstreet Boy. I'm sure they've got plenty. They've been doing it for 30 years. Yeah. Better idea, you come in as the venue, buy up all the bootleg merch and a bulk discount from the bootleggers, resell it inside as a markup, then you don't even have to have a distributor anymore. You're having them produce your merch for you. Um, I, the margins would probably be lower, but it would be the shipping wouldn't exist because it would already be there. So maybe. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you don't have to buy it on consignment because you don't know how much people are going to buy. Right? True. So, like if you, it, you don't, or I'm sorry, as long as you were buying on consignment. So but, you, you, you technically buy it from them, but only if you sell it and the rest goes back to them. At but the then end. you have an agreement to give every employee one of those shirts and then you wrap that up and file that under the pay-per-view loss and then you don't pay Jake Paul his money. Oh boy. Next up is um, Louder Milk. Just in, select committee releases new details of Loudermix tours showing actual evidence of the guests photographing tunnels, hallways, and other details of the complex that the committee says are not typically of interest to tours. This is something to do with the January 6th hearing. What is Loudermilk? Is that like a fucking white supremacist band or something? Uh, I think he was the punter for UCF for a few years. Yeah, his long hair. Barry Loudermilk? No. Is that seriously who they're talking about? Barry Loudermilk? Yeah. Oh, it's it's Representative Barry Lowell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a he's a congressperson from Georgia, mm. uh, Georgia eleventh. Where's that? Marietta, uh, Kennesaw. Mm. So just north of Atlanta. There, he was reportedly captured on video hurling threats at lawmakers during the insurrectionist riot on uh, June, or I'm sorry, January sixth of 2021. Um, interesting. Never heard of this guy. What were the, let's see if anybody's captured this. Um, Let's see. The footage captures him singling out House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Chuck Schumer before saying, we're coming for you. Um, Wait, he's a congressman. Isn't he allowed to be in the fucking Capitol? That's kind of the point, isn't it? He's giving tours to other people who were later involved in January 6th, I believe, is the situation. Ah, that's interesting. Like here, I don't know what's going on with this, but it is interesting that this dude's just taking a picture of a stairwell. Uh, yeah, was that, and this is one of the guys that was also arrested on yeah. January 6th? Yeah. Um, like what? <laughs> that's pretty bizarre, yeah. Uh, but who knows? Maybe he likes marble stairs. I mean, as you can see, Loudermilk is in the background talking to other people while this is happening. But just, and then, and then let's see, he says, we're coming to take you out and pull you out by your hairs. Uh, interesting thing to say. When I get done with you, you're going to need a shine on top of that bald head. That's pretty funny. Uh, although a beaten can be um, good for, for your skin sometimes, right? Like just the, the getting white blood cells in there to repair stuff. That's, that's what the lasers do that fuck your face up that women use. Like just enough. Yeah, it re- yeah. To rebuild collagen and shit. Like it fucks your face up so your face will rebuild itself. Just trying to take this guy at the best possible meaning. Um, 
The man in the picture, they are taking a picture of the stairwell, who's not been identified, had attended the Trump rally at the Ellipse on the morning before blah, blah, blah. Footage shows the man located outside the Capitol building. There was no immediate indication of the man facing charges in connection with the riot. So it doesn't look like they have any evidence that he actually stormed the Capitol. He was just at the protest. So this is pretty much nothing. The only questionable situation that I actually see out of this is Loudermilk said that he did not give a tour to anyone on this day, Mm. which he did. Clearly did, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know why. Well, maybe... Maybe he's just stupid and he forgot. Yeah, it, they keep like detailed logs of that stuff. I don't think anybody would think they could just lie about that. Right. Um, it's weird, right? I mean, they're going to subpoena this dude if they can find this guy, or if they already have, they're going to subpoena his phone records and see if he sent data to anybody that was arrested. Right. Like they'll cross-reference their phone numbers. This will be interesting. Um, and to be clear, this was not. In any way, an insurrection. Jack Del Rio is right. Uh, Ron Rivera is a lying cunt and a pathetic excuse for a human being. But there is some possibility. Like, there were dummies there that stormed the Capitol, regardless of the Capitol police letting them in. There were some people that were doing stupid shit that day. There's no reason to believe that there wasn't some, at least, there, there's at least a, a, some chance, there's a non zero percent chance that some members of Congress or bureaucrats or administrative employees assisted in this in some way, right? Or stoked it or whatever. That's still possible that some dummy said some dumb shit. If you don't believe me, look at all the stuff the liberals have been saying about the Supreme Court for the last fucking year, and especially over the last month or so, and what it resulted in. Like, people do dumb shit like that all the time, so your standard shouldn't be whether or not you believe a particular narrative or in a person or in a political party or on a side, it should be whether or not something is true. That's it. Um, next, number three on tweeters is uh, Ryan Gosling has... Um, he's bleach blonde, mm-hmm. uh, bleaches hair, and has an orange six-pack because he's there's a Barbie movie, like a live-action Barbie movie. He's Ken, yeah. This, this is him. This doesn't look like a Ken to me. Well, neck down. Are they going to take... Uh, what, what's it rated? Are we going to see the smooth part? Like, I call my dick and balls the thickness. But for Ken, it's the smooth. Right, if there's nothing down there, I'm sure it's PG, right? That's a good question. Uh, it, <laughs> if you, uh, what, what if she, no, because Team America, they had that whole puppet scene where the woman was shitting on Homeboy and all that. Right, but that was fecal matter. Hmm. Not- they, were do- they were still like miming sex acts. Or not miming, but whatever. Uh, so the, it's, I didn't realize this. This movie is directed by Greta Gerwig. Who's that? Uh, she did Lady Bird and the, the new Little Women movie that came out like a couple years oh, she's ago. she's the climate change girl? Why? Frances Ha as well. What? Little Women? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? The movie Little she's, Women? She's a famous actor and director. Why yeah. would you... 
we need to have a talk because just call me gay. No one just let's just skip like a thousand words. No, because it's like it's not it's it's the the musicals as well. It's not just like it's beyond gayness at this point. First off, uh, went with my wife. Secondly, not a movie I would have seen. Gayest thing you could have done. Yeah, it's being married is pretty gay. Uh, Secondly, actually very good period piece if nothing else. Uh, but then as far as Greta Gerwig goes, it's, or as far as, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going with this. Greta Gerwig though is like an adult director. Like Uh, she doesn't direct kids movies and this movie's PG 13. I see. Allegedly. All right. So maybe we will see, uh, some fecal matter. Um, what's the story of little women? Is it about midgets? (laughs) No, it's about three girls growing up in the 1850s and sixties while Papa's away at the civil war. Which side are they on? The North. Ah, of course. Nobody talks about the fucking uh, the debutantes in the South and how they struggled losing their slaves. It sucked, man. Yeah, it was a little whitewashing by us. Yeah. I mean, they took, they took a bigger L for sure, right? Um, Just in lifestyle. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they had to start doing shit for themselves. Who the fuck wants to do that? Um, little women. Interesting. Uh, had you really never heard of that? No, I've, I read it in high school oh, okay. or whatever, middle school. <laughs> it's, like, it's interesting that they made it into a movie. I guess Pride and Prejudice has been made like four different times. Yeah. And actually, I will say this about the movie, too. It was very good. And one of the reasons it was good is because in the book, and I, I haven't seen the Winona Ryder, Christian Bale version from the 90s. It's bad. Yeah. I it's, mean, no, Christian Bale's amazing. Winona Ryder's like... Uh, still got a California Valley girl accent right. throughout the whole thing. I but the titties come out. So, Ooh, okay. Yeah. No titties in this one. Yeah. Uh, but the, one of the problems with that, I feel like is it's just one long narrative and all of a sudden they grow up or whatever. This one did a good job of weaving it from the past and present mm-hmm. at the same time. It was narratively. It was a really clever rewriting of it. Uh, good movie. Most of our audience would probably hate it, but it is a good film. Good cast. Emma Watson, uh, uh, Laura Dern is a really good actress. Timothy Chalamet, Bob Odenkirk, Chris Cooper, hmm, Meryl Streep. Maybe I'll watch it. No, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, that is a good cast, though. Greta Gerwig. Man, what an unfortunate name that is. I mean, Greta's fine, but I, Gerwig. I, I actually think it's like, for her, a very fortunate name. Oh, is it like worse? Well, no, because name? it's like she's a hipster filmmaker, mm. so it's like hyper on brand. The fir- her first like breakout film was in black and white. You know what was uh, a thing for a while in the late twenty or two thousands and the early twenty tens was hippie hipster married couples combining their last names to make a new last name. Yeah, you remember that stupid shit. If that was proposed to me, I would just be like, all right, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just keep our names. Like, I, we'll just keep our names. Yeah, honestly, I don't care what system we use, whether who's, who's ever name is what name and who takes whose or keeps what, as long as it makes the family tree easier to read. That's the only thing that I really care about. So why don't we just go back to House? Like, I'm Dan from House Holloway. Right. Instead of, like, nobody would fucking just call you by your first and last name. Like, I'm Dan. Dan, where, from, where were you from? What's your dad's name? Your da- yeah. That, like, that, and that's what... Your like, dad's first name. Like, your Dan... Yeah. Like, in, in, in Arabic, it's kind of reversed, though. Uh, oftentimes, the... Very frequently, actually. Not just often, but uh, almost all the time. Uh, 
once a man has kids, his name, his, his colloquial name amongst the people that know him becomes, uh, fought, basically translates to father of whatever his first son's name is. So Abu, that's what Abu means. Father of Abu Abbas, Abu Baker, all those guys. That was just their kid's first name. Interesting. Um, live action PG 13 Barbie movie. I mean, if they do it like, uh, the sec like second and third toy stories where there's a bunch of inside adult jokes and shit like that mm-hmm. that would that would probably be pretty fucking funny who's playing barbie uh margot robbie have her right yeah that doesn't make sense to me how do you how is she barbie barbie is like a fucking tiny waist big hip giant tit she doesn't look anything like barbie like you put her in the same clothes but you could put any blonde in those clothes mm that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. She's got big tits, right? No. no. No, she was in... You can look at them right now if you want. They're on uh, from uh, whatever. Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. Yeah, they were nice. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm not saying they're not nice. What I'm saying is they're not large. Like, Barbie... Pull up the fucking measurements for Barbie. Like, if Barbie was a human. That, that's a thing. So if she were an actual woman, Mm -hmm. uh, she'd be 5'9", have a 39-inch bust, an 18-inch waist, 33-inch hips, and a size 3 shoe. Wait, say all that again. 5'9". Yep. 39-inch bust, 18-inch waist, (laughs) 33-inch hips, uh, a size 3 shoe, and she'd be about 110 pounds. Size 3? Ah, she's Korean. Uh, yeah, we, they wrapped her feet as a as a baby. Yeah, Oof. I'm looking right now. These are, I mean, they're pretty proportional to her body. Yeah, good. no, they're. I'm not. Look, I'm. Ooh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not. A, I mean, this is she, the finest she's ever looked. Calm down, you guys. We're not pounding off during the fucking show. You're not. Uh, so, but her, she's not. How how tall is she? We're discrediting an 18 inch waist. Yeah, that's that's, that's ridiculous. She's like five six. She's 5'6". That's in the ballpark, but her bus size is not anywhere close. And her hip size as well. Like her, it, it's, there's no fucking way. Well, I think that uh, Barbie's sizes are uh, like physically impossible. Uh, yeah, that people get weird surgeries yeah. to, to look like that. But so, so I have Margot's measurements, actually. Okay. So her hip size... So Barbie's hip, uh, hips is 33 inches. Hers yeah. are 34 inches. Ooh. Now, however... Her Bar- waist size is probably yeah. like 24, right? It is literally 24, whereas yeah. Barbie's is 18. Again, yeah. that goes back to the uh, cannot possibly happen on a human being. Yeah. No. First of all, her, her waist is not 24. It's probably 25 to 26. Who? Margot Robbie. Nah, Britney's is 24. I feel like Britney's smaller 23, than 23, 24. I don't think so. They're, about the, they're exactly the same size, actually. Because <laughs> Britney's 5'6 as well. Also, uh, didn't know this. Jordan, the real Jordan Belfort, 5'7". Yeah, he's a teensy little man. He's a tiny man. Uh, funny as shit though. Um, I, look, this is complaining just to complain, right? Cause there's no actress in Hollywood that has these measurements or anywhere on earth. Probably. I just didn't like when I think of Barbie, I think dumb California, big tit blonde, uh, and Margot doesn't, she doesn't really strike me as any of those. When you say those words, Dan, I think love. If you do, you guys agree with the casting of her for that? Uh, I mean, I guess I would need an alternative. Like, if a, it needs to be a natural blonde, so she's got that going for her. Um, what are the other options? Right, like no. I don't. 
Let's look it up. Young blonde actresses. Um, well, I guess uh, Sydney Sweeney, maybe. But she's a little thicker. I don't know who that is. Let me look it up. So it couldn't be like Jennifer Lawrence because she's too thick. Um, oh, fat shaming. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Uh, well, one of the women that's on this list. Oh, no, that was another movie she did. That was Little Women. Um, Sowers Ronan. I don't know how you Saoirse say it. Ronan. From. Yeah. I love Saoirse yeah, Ronan. Little women. Little women. Yeah. Uh, she's fantastic. So, I mean, here we've got, this is just a list I found on IMDb okay. from t- 10 years ago, but still famous blonde actresses. So yeah, this but doesn't you, hold up. For Barbie, it's like mid-20s, right? That's her some, age, ageless age. Some do, some don't. So Amber Heard is fifth on this list. Uh, I actually think, stripped away of everything else, she would be not a bad Barbie. Well, she's uh, dumb as shit. Right. You got to go younger. Um this right, list is see. too old. All right. Let's see if I can find another I one. I wouldn't hate Sophie Turner. Um, no, I she's... Would. Yeah, she's not who I would think of. Here's one from 2018. This is a little better. Uh is Jennifer Aniston on the list? No. What no. about Kiernan Shipka? Has anybody ever heard of that? I love her. Kiernan Shipka? Oof. Right now, Ghostbed is offering 40% off Ghostbed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base. It's the best deal on any bed you're ever going to find. It also happens to be the best goddamn bed you're ever going to find. Over 30% off everything else if you use the code DRINKITBROS at ghostbed.com forward slash DRINKITBROS. So we got two deals here. One, it's a mattress and the adjustable base. And then, of course, anything else you add on to that deal. Uh, It's summer. Everybody's moving right now, and it's also hot as shit. I'm telling you, if you are in any way in the market for a mattress, you should look into this deal heavily because it's going to be 40% off your entire bed suite, basically. Um, And you're not going to get a deal like that anywhere else. They also have the uh, zero down, 0% financing plan for up to 60 months. So you can spread that, even even that reduced cost, you can spread out over five years uh, if if you qualify for it. It's a great deal. This is a great time to use it. you can buy a mattress for twenty five, thirty five bucks a month, uh, if it's the or, or the full bed suite. I think at forty percent, you can get it for right around thirty five a month, something like that. So definitely take advantage of that deal while it's still out there. Next up, we've got Simply Safe. I'm moving to a new place right now, getting ready to set up my security system. Um, go today to simplysafe.com slash American Party. S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash American Party. You're going to get uh, 20% off the interactive monitoring and you're going to get a free indoor security camera. So one of your elements indoors will be free. Um, this is why I love this system. It functions like all the other ones. Um, there, you know, it... Any, anytime you use a system like this, you're going to like some things, not like some, like, oh, that one's got a better this, or this one's got a better whatever. Uh, but you're not going to find one that's more efficient. Uh, it's low profile. They have all the, the gadgets that you need, the cameras, the sensors uh, for the uh, like motion and for doors and windows. Uh, they've got um, the interactive monitoring is, is super legit. And then the thing that I like the most about it is that it is super easy to set up. I mean, some of these systems, you have to like bury things in the wall and, and all this other stuff. I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's a pain in the ass. So this one takes, if, if you get a general, like a, not a, if you have a normal size house, 
two to 4,000 square feet or whatever, and you're setting up a normal system in there, it's going to take you maybe half an hour at the, at the outside. Um, and then of course you can hook it up to your devices and such. They also have a comprehensive protection plan. That's not only against intruders and burglary and shit like that, but, uh, uh, monitoring for floods and fires as well. So if you're out of town or you're sleeping and there's a fire or, you know, like what just happened to Rob the other day, your fucking pipe bursts on your water heater. It lets you know at the earliest possible, like that's the thing about fire and, and, and flood. The earlier you can get involved in that situation, the less it's going to cost you in the long run. So you're really making an investment now, not just in the security, safety and security of your family, but also in your property. Um, so uh, you can customize the perfect system for your house. Uh, just a few minutes. Go to simplysafe.com slash American Party, S I M P L I, safe.com slash American Party. Go today, claim your free indoor security camera plus 20% off their interactive monitoring, simplysafe.com slash American Party. She, she has a Barbie looking face. I think maybe that's what's throwing it off for me because Margot Robbie has very distinct and sharp features, and Barbie was like kind of like round. You know what I mean? Like her face is kind of round. Maybe that's it. Like this woman. It looks a lot more like Barbie's face to me. Oh, that's the woman. She played Sally Draper yes. in uh, Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. She was Sabrina in the Netflix reboot. Dove Cameron? Uh, yeah, I saw that name. I don't know who that is. Robin, pull her up real quick. Yeah. She has that circular face you were talking about, Dan. Mm. Catherine Newton. Catherine with a K is another one. She was in uh, Gary Unmarried. I don't know what the fuck that is. She was a child actor, but so, she does stuff on CW now. Here's Dove. Oh, that's unfortunate. No. The CW. Uh, maybe. She's, she, that, that's, that's kind of a bad picture, but yeah. This is very Barbie-esque, I feel like. This woman is actually wearing a Barbie. Catherine Newton. K-A-T-H-R-Y-N Newton. She's actually wearing a Barbie outfit in this fucking uh, picture I'm looking at. Yeah, she could do it. I mean, the eyeshadow throws it off. I, re- it's, I guess it's mostly about the face. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, I'm done talking about that. Um, <clears throat> let's see what's going on in there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I will just say this about the movie. It sounds like it could be kind of like uh, the Brady Bunch movies from the 90s. Where yeah, it's, as it's long as be it's super tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, but as long as it's making fun of itself on purpose and, like you said, it's tongue-in-cheek, I think it, it has a potential to be a good movie. Um, Bill Schofield says January Jones. That's a it, maybe ten years ago I would have said yes because she does have that face and hair look for sure. Anyways, um, what's next? Um, Jungkook. It's the new BTS song. Has anybody heard it yet? Are you guys K-pop fans? Massive, huge. Um, I would play the song, but I guess it doesn't matter. We're not making any money off this, anyways. Here, I got uh, one of the Jungkook. I think Jungkook is a member of Oh, yeah, yeah. He releases a new song called My You. Okay. Here's him trying to hit a high note from that song, maybe. Okay. Oh, okay. Well. That's us trying to hit a high note. Yeah. And failing. Never do Miserably. Good? You guys really got to get your shit together. It's, it's, It's like working with Ross. That's uh, a fucking offensive. Yeah, that's I, that, it was intended. <laughs> it's that's also not in any way. Uh, All right, now we're good. 
It's not a reasonable thing to say. They're just like, we're not connected. There's eight different ways to, that this computer is connected from A to B. And they're just like, it's not doing it. And yeah. then I'm supposed to just get the rest. But still, comparing it to Ross's technological capabilities, that's basically like calling somebody Hitler for disagreeing with you. <laughs> I agreed. I agreed. I take it. Uh, Rob, I take it back. Do you want to I apologize it? greatly. Try it again. Yeah, we're definitely getting flagged for that. He's um, very relatable. Nah, it was only six seconds. I think we're good. I relate to that. That's the rule, I think. Um, I mean, that dude's got a pretty incredible voice. You know what I noticed at the uh, Backstreet Boys concert, by the way, is that um, Howie and uh, the tall dude, what's his name, Kevin, with the, fuck, the one that dresses like Master Splinter all the time. Um, can we pull up a picture of him? What? <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he just wears, for, he's a tall, skinny, white dude with a goatee that for some reason wears a lot of kimonos. He does. At least I can find a kimono pick, but yeah, this is, he very much kind of looks it, like that. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> he was on the pod, right? He, no. Uh, no, it was uh, McIntyre, Joey McIntyre uh, from, uh, from uh, NSYNC. Damn, they're the same band to me. Yeah, it's, that one I, can't, I have a hard time. Although, when, we were, when I first was told that we were going to this, I was like, oh, um, is that Donnie Wahlberg? But he's new kids on the block. Yeah, look at this guy. I mean, he's, I'm sure he's a cool guy and all, and it's the, it's clothes that he's wearing on stage that I'm referring to, so he doesn't really pick that. That's weird, but he and Howie, who is the, uh, the kind of nondescript dude, they are the luckiest people in the fucking world. Like, they've been cruising for 30 years now. Um, I, I would say the Carter brother is also pretty no lucky. nick carter is well aaron carter yes although he was a crackhead for a while i think and he got beat up by lamar for odom. a while i don't think past tense is applicable yeah. here uh, i don't know i mean yeah he fought lamar odom so that's not a look i may have done illicit drugs with him in a small <laughs> garden alley he, less than a year ago he rehashed because of you yeah i feel like i might have done that. that's fine but uh nick carter could sing he's uh i, I will say this and i don't want a body shame or anything uh he was the one that did kind of look out of shape on stage, but his his voice is pretty good still. Like he, it, it's it, it still sounds like he's nineteen, but uh, pretty good. That's the point I was making that they still sound good. Um, all right, I don't care about this. Why is Houston Oilers trending? I don't get it. Is there some kind of marketing campaign? Uh oh! They drafted uh, Steve McNair on this date. The Houston Oilers, the Italian house. Oh wait, no, that's from a long time ago. It was. It's from a Jim Ursay thing. Okay. Uh, Indiana restaurant support trivia: five hundred dollars cert- uh, certificate to Indiana restaurant of choice. Forty winners. Blah blah blah. Name the NFL team that lost in the Baltimore Colts final regular season victory and lost in the Indiana Colts. Uh, Indianapolis Colts first regular season victory must retweet answer in restaurant choice. Uh, it's just Jim Irsay. He's probably, he probably took a bump. He's like, fuck it, man. I like uh, Jim Irsay though. I like, do you, do you like owners that are super active and in the media and shit like Mark Cuban? Yeah. I think that's a good thing. I wish Jordan would do it more. I don't know why he stays so secluded. 
I don't like when it's like a group of people. No, that's dumb. No. That's what the Braves... The Braves aren't even owned by a group of people. It's owned by a company. <laughs> right. Well, the Braves were bought as a tax write-off. It's a miracle we won that, that World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also don't like the shady ones who are like rich and seem like an evil person, like up in a tower, like uh, Angelos with the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, like whatever you think about Jerry Jones, he very clearly cares about the city, the team, and winning. He's just not good at it. You know what I mean? But he ca- he actually cares. I would say the same thing of Cuban, although he's had some bad luck, and he has delivered a chip more mm-hmm. recently than uh, Dallas. And not but with Cuban in particular, by the way, like Jerry Jones bought a successful franchise. Cuban bought a dog shit franchise and got them a ring. I mean, sort of. Jerry Jones, it, it, was a, it was an historic franchise, but at the time, it was not very successful. I think they went first to, uh, last to first, right? Were they, when did he buy them? The 80s, late 80s, early 90s? Yeah. I mean, but they, they were, uh, I think 89, they were the worst team in football. And then they, then Troy Aikman. That's, that's right. fair. But I mean, they still had like four Super Bowls. I also they, yeah, appreciate sure. uh, when a family just passes down the team, kind of like the buses, the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, hopefully the Walton family will do that. Like just keep, and not that I care one way about the Waltons or Walmart or anything, but just keep it in one family over time. It, it keeps things like Liberty Media from buying your team right. and not spending money. Like, it's hard to just go, what are you going to do? Go to Liberty, Liberty Media headquarters? Hey, quit it, man. <laughs> Liberty Media is what a cable company? Just get on their hotline and fucking. Yeah, it's owned by Warner Media, which is owned by Verizon or some shit. I don't fucking know. Everybody, everything's owned by it's one crazy. person. It's crazy. I mean, at one, per, at one point, the Braves were owned by like AOL. <laughs> like, That's right. Like, not even. Not the guy who owned AOL. No, it was the guy who made the CDs <laughs> for 15 minutes of uh, on internet time. It was a good market back then. I'm getting, I'm no shit getting an ad. I just got an email for an ad for an, a new armrest. Is that how complex this algorithm is now? I can tell that my arm is not elevated, so it's sending me ads? Yes. Yes. See, see when you sit directly in front of that TV, the camera on it then senses This your- one actually bolts in... Like it hooks onto the desk and mm. rotates around and stuff. We may need to get one of these. It's like Santa Claus. It's easy when you're sleeping. Uh, well, when you're awake, it's kind of creepy. I want to put you in a pod, Dan. One of those like full body massage chairs where like your arms and legs lock into it. Uh, why would you want to do that? I don't know. It'll be interesting. What about just a float tank? That'd be cool. I don't really get much out of float tanks. Like my, uh, I, I, maybe it's, I guess that's kind of the point is to train your mind to be quiet, but. Mine Do you doesn't. ever get the, like the, the, the Vitruvian man gyroscopic feeling? Like I knew it was working when I was, it felt like I could just like infinitely like flip over and over again. Um, you're talking about body disassociation. Yes. I mean, I felt that quite a bit with DMT. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but not ever completely sober. No. Um, next up, Obi Wan. Kenobi. I'm told this is quite, it's really good. Has anybody watched it yet? I have not seen uh, last week's or this week's, but I've seen like the first three. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe my hopes were too high. It's been in, they've made a lot of interesting choices. I, I would say probably give it two seasons before you make a decision on this. It might right? just be a one off. No, there's no way. They don't, they'll, they, that's what they said about the Mandalorian too, until it was successful. They don't have any other content coming out. Um, not direct to streaming stuff anyways. Uh, this is kind of what people have always asked for 
about Jesus, right? Like what about the teen years? That the last you hear from Jesus, he's 12, I think, and he goes to the Pharisees and they're all super impressed with his uh, wisdom or knowledge or whatever, and then you don't hear from him again until he's 30. Yeah. Um, what was teen and 20s Jesus doing? Yeah, I mean, do- the movie Dogma asked that question as well. Like, did he go through a crisis of faith or whatever? We have no idea. As a matter of fact, we don't know if he ever existed in the first place. But it would be pretty interesting to, it would be a good literary device because that's what Jesus is, is a literary device. What, regardless of whether there was a real person or not, it's a literary device to project the image of perfection as a human being and then put it through a bunch of stuff to see how it might react to it, right? That's kind of the point. Um, it would be interesting to see that through adolescence, though. I think kids could use that. Some kind of, like, when you're a fucking teenager, you don't have, there's, you don't have any real role models in your life as a teenager because life is more complex as a teenager than it is as a tween or younger or whatever. I guess in the tween stages where it starts to get complex with social structures and, and puberty and shit, it's, it's too complex. Like, the, a parent can tell a toddler what to do and how to react to things pretty easily because those are just, like, very baseline reactions to life. Um, but navigating complex social structures in an environment that's completely foreign from one you've ever been in, it's difficult to do it unless you do it by parable, which is like a generalized story that allows them to input their data. It's basically uh, algebra for social situations, right? Yeah. I think it's it, another way to put that is like, it's really similar to in uh, Inception, how they had to plant a, a good memory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, like you had to let, because it was, and it wasn't because it was good, it was better than bad. It was because essentially like you had to let him figure it out for himself. Yeah. I always say like a lot of the times the reason uh, like satire doesn't work on like SNL or like how I really don't think it would work with the daily wire either. Mm. If they like started doing a sort of like conservative sketches and stuff like that. Yeah. If you just put the people there, it's why Schellenberger doesn't use names in his book. Right. Cause right. people go fucking nuts. It's yeah. better if you, if you like juxtapose what's happening onto like, I don't know, like an HOA meeting or something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's well, it's just, it's the same as literature though. It's theater of the mind. It's why movies of great books never work because when I write uh, a chair in a dimly lit room, right in my novel, you have a picture in your head of what that looks like. And when somebody actually makes a picture of it and puts it on the big screen and it doesn't look like what it looked like in your mind, you become immediately critical. I mean, that's what human, that's what, that's what the brain is made for is to do pattern recognition and associate the patterns with emotions in a way that benefits us, meaning it associates food with the emotion or maybe not the, maybe emotion is not the right word, but it associates seeing or smelling or tasting good food uh, that we need, like fat, protein, and sugar with some kind of sense, I guess. It happens the same way. Um, Hold on. Somebody said that episode three is the best. So, that one I have seen. That's where he fights Darth Vader. Oh, sweet! Again? Yeah, yeah. And Darth Vader. Uh, I, I won't say anything else. But the whole premise of the whole thing is that Obi Wan is uh, dis not disenfranchised, disenchanted, and has lost practice. Mm, so he's like fucking uh, uh, 
Luke Skywalker and the latest uh, trilogy then. Yeah, very Basically, similar yeah. in a lot of ways. Uh, except I, Luke, I feel like still has his power. Like he's just like rusty, yeah, and disenchanted like Luke was. It's it's they made a lot of interesting choices. Mm. I don't necessarily disagree with it yet because I guess I haven't I haven't seen everything yet. But it's not, I don't know, quite what was expected. Uh, Jeremy Berger. Bergeron says that Obi-Wan has PTSD. Probably. All of his buddies got killed except for Yoda, who's on Kashyyyk, right? Uh, no. Or, he, yeah. No, Yoda's Dagobah. on. Da- he's on, yeah, in the Dagobah system. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Where is Obi-Wan is on Tatooine yeah. the whole time? Yes. Working as a, <laughs> some sort of, like, butcher. But, like, in a factory. I mean, if you slice and cook it at the same time, that's pretty handy. Um, anyways. Have you watched, Jacob Nickel asked if I've watched the Letter Kenny spinoff of Shorzy. Uh, yes, I have. It's really funny. Um, as you would expect it to be. There's some crossover characters. Um, a couple of characters from Trailer Park Boys show up as well. Not, not, not the characters, but actors that play characters on Trailer Park Boys yeah. show up. Um, yeah, it's funny as shit. There's only so many Canadian actors. Yeah, well, the ones that haven't moved to LA already, but yeah, sure. it's, um, yeah, it's really fucking funny. It's, uh, I think it's actually funnier than, um, than Letterkenny because it doesn't. He's he's gotten Letterkenny is very regimented. The whole thing, like, there's going to be a dance scene with fucking techno music at some point. There's going to be a very quick back and forth where four or five people are all engaged in a very rhythmic conversation. It's like one thing after another. Some, a lot of those elements are in uh, Shorzy, but it's, it's, it's a lot more free, I think. And it's, it's super funny. Mm-hmm. And I think it's helped his comedy. There's one, um, there's one scene where they, they get a bunch of new hockey players to come in and... Uh, Jared Kiso's character is asking them if they've called their moms yet. And he, then he's on the phone with his mom. He goes, yeah, they, they haven't even called their fucking moms yet. It's really fucking funny. I mean, the whole thing is really funny. He's a great writer. He is. And then the fucking soundtrack for Letterkenny and Shorzy has like no business being as good as it is. No. Like, it's just all bangers. Yeah, I don't know where, like, are they, do they have a talent scout somewhere? Or are they on SoundCloud all the time s- searching through songs? Because they find these songs I've never heard of that are fucking dope as shit. I've downloaded a fuckload of music because of that show it's very bizarre not the not the show that you would think you would think like uh i'm gonna watch atlanta or or dave or something like that a show that's about music or paper boy paper boy yeah all about the that's stupid that's not a good song that's actually uh donald glover's brother that does all the music as well i'm sure donald helps a little bit too yeah but the voice of paper boy is his brother hmm Mm. I mean, you don't want to waste a great song on a fucking movie. Dave, Dave's TV music was good. Yeah, but that's just all his regular music. That's true. He's a none. None of his music makes any sense in the fucking first place. It's just like, hey, check out my small wiener. Um, let's see what's up next. Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, my, Minka. Minka Fitzpatrick reached. An agreement on a massive four-year contract extension worth over $18.4 million per year for a safety? Holy shit. That seems like a lot. How much money? 18.4 a year and a four-year contract. Mm. $36 million guaranteed at signing. Um, 
I don't, this isn't a sports show though. DeSantis is in the news because very interesting reason. Uh, yeah. Elon Musk announced on Twitter that the woman, uh, Mayra Flores, I think her name is Myra. Maybe I don't know how you say it. Um, she won the congressional seat for some Southern Texas district. Uh, which I think is Elon's Brownsville district. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's where Elon lives. So he said he voted for, it's the first time he's ever voted Republican in his life. Well, she won the primary. Yeah. She won the primary. So, and that's not before people get crazy about that one way or the other. Um, you can, you don't have to be registered as a Republican to vote in a Republican primary here. You literally walk into the fucking polling station and they're like, which one would you like to vote in? Democrat or Republican? And then you say, Republican, if you're smart, because that's usually what the real race is in most mm-hmm. areas of the state. So whether or not you are one, I mean, like, it's kind of the same reason Trump was registered Democrat for a while in New York, right? Like, oh, no, this was uh, this was a special election to fill the unexpired term of U.S. Rep. Philemon Vela. Oh, so she's going to be in Congress from now until uh, January, I suppose unless she gets reelected. So I assume she's running for reelection in the, in the fall. Okay. Cause it's a two year, like if it, if his term is coming to an end, this is an even year. So we did just have a bunch of fucking primaries here over the last weekend though. Yeah. Yeah. This was not a primary. Okay. Though. She won against like the number, the other competitor was Dan Sanchez. She won a 51 to 43 basically. Do you know why there was a special election? I forgot this was the one, but the reason there was a special election is because the woman who, uh, or I think it may be a guy. I can't remember. It was a weird name. Uh, whoever was holding the seat, it was a Democrat, mm-hmm. and they just pieced out early. They just resigned to go be a lobbyist. Uh, Philemon Vela, it's a dude. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty weird. They're just like, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to go get paid. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. But the other thing to this point uh, that Musk said was that he just he replied to something with DeSantis. I can't remember. Let me find it. Um, he said... Uh, he, it was a reply to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can find the actual thing. Yeah, I'll, it's, it's... Oh, here we go. I got it. the top here. It is... Who are you leaning toward? Okay, so somebody's talking to him. The Texan says something about uh, Flores. He says, I voted Mayor Flores. First time I ever voted Republican. Massive red wave in 2022. Right. Uh, Tesla owners, Silicon Valley said, I assume Republican for president too. And Musk says TBD. Tesla says, uh, whatever this account says, what are you leaning towards? He says DeSantis. Mm. And then someone else responds, but your political donations will be evenly spread out as you do always. Right. And then Musk says, I'm thinking of creating a super moderate super PAC that supports candidates with centrist views from all parties. Yeah, that's, um, remember when, uh, Matthew McConaughey said he was a radical centrist and then went to the White House and demanded fucking red flag laws. Don't trust any of these fucking people. You know what, though? Like, what, what's the difference between a centrist and a moderate? Because there are plenty of, like, urban and <clears throat> suburban sort of country club crowd Republicans that would mm-hmm. probably also be for that, who are very conservative in a lot of other ways. Like, I can tell you my dad's voted Republican his whole life, never been a big gun guy. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of non-big gun people that still would not support this nonsense, right? I mean, you would think anybody that considers themselves conservative would not be 
very comfortable giving the government that level of access. I mean, it, it's a violation of the Fifth Amendment, um, which con- the con- or, uh, sorry, the Supreme Court has already judged red flag laws as unconstitutional before. So it'll be interesting to see how these court cases go if this thing passes. Um, but to your... <clears throat> uh, ooh, shit, what the fuck is this? Um, yeah, to your other uh, point about that... <laughs> Um, I think people get the idea that because we use the words right and left to describe um, the two political parties, that center means that you're literally in the middle of the two positions, and that's not really what it means, right? It means that sometimes the right is correct, and sometimes the left is correct, and sometimes neither of them are correct. That's what it really means. Um, it doesn't, like, it's not... It's not an average of the two viewpoints, and that's reality. From that's not that's not what centrists believe, right? So it's, I, it's just the language around it is kind of confusing, and it's certainly not. It, it's uh, it, it might like av- be it might be the type of thing where you average out to in the center, be, like you believe just a certain amount of left and right that averages you into the middle. But yeah. if you plucked any one of those things out, you'd be like, well, that sounds radically left, or that mm-hmm. sounds pretty radically right, and it's like, well. No, it's just, I kind of, it's really, centrist doesn't even work. It should just be more like, I'm fucking a la carte. Uh, yeah, it's probably a more apropos description of it. Um, number nine, Internet Explorer. It's time to say goodbye to Internet Explorer. As of Wednesday, Microsoft will no longer support the once dominant browser that faded away as users found faster, less crash-prone alternatives. So Microsoft's second oldest product is now gone. Interesting. Do you think Chrome killed it or Firefox? Uh, I don't know. It's probably half um, half of your customer base gets cannibalized by Apple, right? Right. Because people either use Chrome or Safari on Apple. Mostly people use Safari. Um, but people that use an alternative typically use Chrome. Um, <clears throat> but it hasn't been cool to have Explorer for decades. No, as a matter of fact, it's been, a, it's been like wearing New Balance shoes <laughs> or having an AOL email address. Yeah. Right. Hotmail. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, that's interesting. I mean, why, why continue making a product that doesn't... Uh, that doesn't work right. Uh, it's like if you had the shittiest car company, usually, most of them usually correct and make a good car. Like every, every car company has a good run for a while. Remember when Kia first came out? And it was like, these cars are pieces of shit. What are you doing here? And now it's like one of those, it's, they win all the safety awards and shit. Yeah, I think it was those commercials with the hamsters. It's the hamsters that really put them over. Uh yeah, well their product not sucking help. The soul. But the what was the other one? Uh um, Blake Griffin also jumped over it in the dunk contest. Oh, That's yeah. true. The Saturn went away entirely. As dead. So like car companies, if you suck, you don't you don't just stick around and provide a shitty product. You either have to correct or the or people stop buying it. I assume they haven't made money on that in a while. But it's what was so? I also assume that the one use for it was feeding into their AI engine, right? All the search results and stuff, because every 
major tech companies has an AI play? Is it that or collecting data on users? Like they still had, there still had to be some revenue for that. So what's their alternative? What's Microsoft doing to get user data? I mean, they've got the hardware still. They right? also got Edge. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is. Microsoft Edge. Is that a soft, is that a, a operating system? It's a, I think. Um, it's a browser. It's a browser, yeah. Oh. It was the new Internet Explorer. They, uh, they Never even you. heard of it. Yeah, I know. Because mm-hmm. we don't have Microsoft. And there was <laughs> Opera for a while, if you liked Opera. Oof. Another browser. Opera was actually, a lot of Linux users used Opera. Because um, it's light. 10. Wednesday thought. No, that's stupid. We're not doing any kind of inspirational shit here. Uh, Gen X in four words is a hashtag. I don't know where this came from. Um. Gen X in four words. Here are some examples. So basically summarize Generation X in four words. Uh, Be kind and rewind. So this is basically the how the this is this meme right here is what Gen X has been saying about itself. There's been a lot of pro Gen X propaganda online. I'm seeing quite a bit of pro Gen X propaganda. Yeah. And so this is essentially what they think. They're like, we're the only cool ones. We don't care, man. And I just, I'm a little sick of it. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's a bit much. It's a bit much. How they, we, they really think highly of themselves. Um, and it's not even, they're, they're really not even, most of these responses are not even sticking to the format. Because it's like a picture plus four words. So you have an additional element of context there. Not just, if you just said be kind, rewind, everybody knows what that means. That was fucking blockbuster slogan. That was uh, also slogan. an amazing movie starring Jack Black and Most Def. Uh, I don't know if I've seen that. Yeah, they have to like basically recreate uh, all the movies that they accidentally deleted. Hmm. So what do they do? Rent the DVD and then put it onto a fucking VHS? No, this is only VHS time. It's a oh wow yeah. Um. Most musically diverse generation. I don't, that can't be true. Get the fuck. God. It is, it's literally like Gen X is reaching the part of their uh, being a fucking generation where they're like, it was just so much better back in my day, the same way boomers were about the 60s and 70s when we were kids. We're kind of getting there. We're getting, we're going, we're getting close. It's just Gen X's turn right now. And then we'll, we're next up. Yeah, we'll be blowing ourselves about 2007 for some reason. Ugh. David Banner. <laughs> um, let's see. We don't need seatbelts is one. Listen. Dale Earnhardt. Uh, spray it with Aquanet. A lot of hairspray, I guess. Um, I, I hate when companies try to get in on these. Just shut the fuck up. You're not funny. Um, Let's see. The more you know, that's a good one. That's a Gen X thing. Did it, when did they have uh, the more you know shit when you guys were growing up? Well, I mean, I was a child when Gen X was in its like prime, right? Mm. Like, so I was in. I'm in like, and all millennials were like, millennials were basically like children, like little children when Gen X was like high school, college, early twenties, mm-hmm. which is you know the prime of the generation, I guess, or whatever. It makes sense, yeah. Um. Let's see. The rest of these are stupid. That one, that one was stupid. Um, 
DACA is up on here again for some reason. Oh, 10 years on this day, 10 years ago, the, the DACA thing passed. Is that still legal or did they, is it, has it been repealed or stopped somehow the dreamers bullshit? I don't even know what the status of that is anymore. Rob's looking it up. Um, I don't know what the as fuck. of wait no yeah so as of this year DACA has promised security to a total of three three million four hundred sixty seven thousand seven hundred forty nine applicants so that means there are three and a half million illegal immigrants that are children applying for school and shit right uh, or former children I guess yeah but the reason they're they qualify for this is because they're in higher education right. Uh, Isn't that what it was? I have no idea. All I know about Dreamers is they were brought over as kids. Mm. I mean, you know. They were. Just make them citizens. If they're children, who gives a shit? I've worked in immigration before, so I know the argument against this is that if you make them citizens, then they can then petition for their parents to become citizens. And then their parents can petition for their other brothers and sisters and everybody else to become citizens. Here's the deal, folks. Criminals aren't coordinating with their kids and, uh, and parents to fucking break immigration laws or commit crimes in the United States. They're just trying to get the fuck out of Mexico and come here and work. All right, Dan Jr., here's the plan. You're going to go in and get citizenship. And you're <laughs> going to fill out a lot of paperwork in a language you don't understand so I'm, then I'm we not, can get yeah, over. I'm not saying they're not committing a crime by entering the country unlawfully and i'm not saying uh that it's even ethically right to do that necessarily what i'm saying is that on the whole uh, like economically speaking one they're not committing crimes in such a way that that victimize other people like they pay if they're illegal still they pay into social security and they can never get money from social security uh but just in general it's like a I'd have to look the mod. I don't know what the current numbers are because the immigration system has been even more fucked up than it was before. But it was something like a thirteen and a half billion uh, dollar net revenue from migratory illegal migratory labor in the U.S. Something like that. It was a lot. Um, it definitely wasn't costing us money. A lot of people like to to make that claim that it costs us money. That's not true. It's the por- the poorest border. Um, is a security issue, not necessarily an economic one. As Dave Chappelle likes to say, you don't want to pick your own strawberries. No, no. And it makes a lot of sense. We, we've said this before, but it makes a lot of sense for minimum wage jobs to be things for people aged 16 to 24 that are going through school. Or, uh, uh, and once they move into the next phase of their life, which is the either apartment owning or home owning phase of their life, we need to find ways to make sure there is work for people to do that's commensurate with the cost of those goods as well. In the same way, it's a, it's a very good thing for our economy. If people can come here, work uh, in ways <clears throat> that keep the cost of commodities low, but once paid, the money that we give them for their work here when they go back to their home country 
goes a lot farther, right? So if you did an inflation calculator um, from like Guatemala to United States, like what's how, how far does one U.S. dollar go in uh, Guatemala? It's not predatory. You know what I mean? Like the dollar goes, our, the U.S. dollar goes really far there. Uh, and that's kind of the point, right? It's, it's, there's layers to any kind of economy, whether it's local or, um, uh, in this case, inter, uh, interstate. I think it's a good idea. Uh, I have some breaking news. Go for it. Uh, China's trying to uh, alien cuck us. <clears throat> yeah, I saw that. China announces via state media that it may have detected signals from an alien civilization. They're full of shit. <laughs> they have a giant telescope that the mail says is one of the best on, in the world that probably, or one of the best at discovering alien life. Like if it would, mm. if anyone could, it's the, that's one of the telescopes. But yeah, I mean, they're probably lying. I mean, we, so there was a report about a month ago and I believe that the data they were reporting on was about three months old that we were receiving some mysterious radio signals from space. I mean, the last time that happened, we just figured, we found out that there was a, a supermassive black hole, uh, Sagittarius A star at the center of our galaxy. So it could be something like that. But aliens, like what, what, I'll have to read this. We'll probably cover it on fake news. To be honest, if not, I'll write something about it. All right. Well, this has been a fun show. Uh, t- so Friday, we will put out an episode, which will kind of be American Party. It'll it'll be it'll it's going to be an explanation of what Citizen is the podcast, and I'm going to I'm going to talk about it for a while. And if you are here in the chat, it'll be noon on Friday. If you're here in the chat, then we'll discuss. Uh, um, exactly what I'm going to do with this show, how I'm going to approach it, uh, what I expect from all of you. Um, it'll be on its own channel, yeah, and we'll share that. Um, I'll have, I'll put the link to that channel in this YouTube, um, but we'll also promote it on social media and shit so you can get it that way. But if you, uh, if you look in the, the profile of Drinking Bros on YouTube, I'll add it to the channels that are associated with this one. So that's another easy way to find it. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk for a while about <clears throat> what the new show is going to be, kind of what the format will be. Um, and I'll take some questions from you guys and see if there's some suggestions you might have because ultimately it's for you. I mean, this, this is... I, I've enjoyed American Party quite a bit. I like that we have really interesting guests. I have good conversations with you guys as well. But it's like the politics shit is constant. And it's become the way that we've chosen in a lot of ways by force, I guess, but to um, frame the world. It's the, it's the backdrop for all the conversations we're having. That's why it's like in everything, sports and everything else. And we want to get away from that. I want to I'm going to talk to these guests and I'm going to talk to you guys. We'll have regular laymen on the show, people that just work day-to-day, our day jobs or whatever the fuck, um, to talk about how, you know, different, different principles from the list of principles uh, and how it affects your life, which ones you focus on, so on and so forth. Um, 
and that'll be Friday at noon. And then next week, we, we will have one final American party with Dr. Robert Malone, the mRNA guy. Um, it's going to be on Patreon only because, for all the obvious reasons because um, we, we don't want to get fucking banned before we get to 100,000, I guess. Um, so <clears throat> if you're not already a Patreon member, uh, go check that out. Uh, go find the Citizen Podcast. It's on my Instagram. There's a link to it right now. Go find that link uh, and subscribe over there and, and, and turn on all the notifications so you get those. Um, and uh, again, if you're not already a Patreon member, you should probably start looking at that because we're getting ready to move a lot of our video content over there. So uh, anyways, we'll see you guys on Friday. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.